Saving for retirement is critical. Creating a distribution plan for your hard-earned money is equally important. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how you design a strategy to maximize your income for retirement. Please stay with us. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name. Uh, he invites you to visit his website, moneymattersusa.net, for many reasons. Uh, definitely click on the red light tab and also uh, click on podcast so you can stump the guru. You can uh, you click stump the guru and submit a question to Fred and he will answer it on the podcast. Well, I'll say uh, he, he is not guaranteed to do that, but if he does, well, then he'll make it worth your while. Fred, how are you today? Good. How are you? We've got a good stump the guru uh, question here, as always. Thanks for sending those in, by the way. What is it now? If you if you answer on the podcast, what do they? What, what do you provide? Well, if if I answer the question, I give them. I send them a gift. Oh. Um, Yes, you know, similar to what uh, a corporation, you know, does when they want to encourage their employees to participate, you know, in the 401k plan. Okay. You know, a, 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 nice, a nice gift uh, that, you know, that they can either spend or sometimes I send them a movie, you know, a movie thing with, oh. uh, enough to cover two people to a movie. Oh, go or, away from here. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Can yeah, I ask uh, a question? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay, that's very nice. Well, it, uh, yeah. And now, if if you stump me, then uh, I will. Well, that's that's bigger because then then I will give give you the full red light on a dashboard uh, program, soup to nuts, take you right through uh, the evaluation of your circumstances, your current plan, what your objectives are, what problems you want to solve where you where you have uh, issues uh, where you don't uh, look at what kind of planning has been done for you if you're a do-it-yourself or we'll take a look at you know what you're doing and we'll deal with the uh, essential questions that uh, you want to answer and and which are you know absolutely essential for you to have a successful retirement so that that is a tremendous value that we're uh, that we're providing, uh, since we're a fee-only firm, and we do charge substantially for that uh, program. But uh, we'll give that away to you if you can stump me. Now, that's at moneymattersusa.net. Click podcast, and then you'll, you you can click stump the guru. But also, just find you on LinkedIn. You can do it there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn and just add that you've listened to the podcast. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, and hopefully you you will. Some of our podcasts get quite a bit of 
uh, of attention. I've noticed that um, people are uh, very, much, very, very much concerned about taxes. And when I look at our audience, uh, the the tax when we talk about taxes, uh, we seem to have a, a very large uh, audience. Well, we put those in the title because you can actually scroll through all the podcasts. Uh, that are available. And uh, I mean, it's wherever you download your podcast. I think you've got the link to um, Apple and yeah. uh, Amazon on there too. Just scroll yeah. through the titles and probably so it sounds like when taxes are in the title, it draws their attention. But I will say oh, yeah. this though, you talk about taxes, every oh, yeah. podcast, tax strategies yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, well, tax, taxes are absolutely uh, essential. Uh Getting getting that right is going to make the difference, uh, a lot of difference, uh, whether, whether or not your retirement is going to be successful or not, or whether or not uh, it will not be. I mean, you you can you can lose twenty five percent at least of your assets uh, if you are invested just in tax deferreds. I mean, that's that's that can be nasty, and you don't know if Uncle Sam is going to change the deal. All we know is we are getting constant tax law changes. So we don't have any stability uh, like we used to have, one every four years, one every two years, one every year. And now it's uh, as many as they can jam through. So, and you just don't know. So uh, personally, I, I think that there are opportunities over the next three years. I think the SECURE Act 2.0 2.0 has created that for 2023 through 2026. After that, uh, no, nobody can say. I mean, you're going 2025, 26, 27, 2032. Come on, give me a break. You, you can't. You cannot uh, tax plan out that far because you. One thing is for certain: when you, we're getting tax law changes every year or every six months, every eight months, every 12 months, how do you how do you know what it's going to be? five years from now. So I don't take anything uh, past three years seriously. Well, that's wise. I I think that's realistic. Oh, very, very realistic. Well, uh, let's dig in here. We've got, um, actually, we're recording on uh, Tuesday, February 21st, and you've got a meeting coming up. So, But we've got a lot to get into. We've got uh, decumulation or deaccumulation and accumulation here. Uh, Coming up after we cover some distribution strategies, you're going to look at little ways to really boost your savings. Well, let's start with this whole process. uh, When when you're ready to make the shift from accumulation to deaccumulation, I mean, basically, you've got everything you saved in, but you... uh, a lot of people, I mean, we don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So, I mean, that's that's really the heart uh, of the of the problem, uh, and, and that is uh, you you have you have you you start out with the basic problem, and that that's a problem of longevity, and uh, longevity is a non diversifiable risk. That that's your longevity risk. So. You need to look at that and say, okay, I, I don't know how long I'm going to live, but, but I, I ought to be educated about what, what my probabilities uh, are. So that, that's the first place uh, to start. The second place is if, if you have not ta- uh, had a smart tax strategy, in other words, your strategy was, I want to pay the least amount of taxes than I can possibly pay. And uh, my accountant, uh, I, that's the direction I asked my accountant to uh, 
to support me in, and uh, he's, he or she has done so. And so I've ground down my, my current uh, tax situation. I have, uh, I'm heavily into tax deferreds. So now here, here I am, and I, and I decided that I'm going for it. Uh, my portfolio is, is market-driven. Is market now here, here, here I, here I am. So I mean, we can go back to 1990. We can go back to 2000, 2008, 2020, mm-hmm. um, and all of a sudden, if if I'm in that retirement space and the market is against me, um, the best thing that I can do at this point is, can I work longer? If if I can work longer, that that's more important than anything else that, that I can possibly do. Unfortunately, the um, average retirement age in this country still remains at age 62. And there are a lot of reasons. I think the three key reasons people retire early is, one, they get fired, they lose their job. Two, they, their health deteriorates or, or the health of their spouse deteriorates mm-hmm. and, and they're the primary caregiver. So if we can... If, if that happens, then, then your runway is a lot shorter uh, than, than you think it is. So that, that, that opens up two issues. One, one is, uh, what, are you, what are you, going back to longevity, what are you, what are you looking at? What, what's, your, what's your plan or alternatives if you live to age 90, age 95, age 100, age 105. I mean, a you know, husband, husband and wife who, get, who um, at age 65 have better than a 50% chance that, that both of them will get to age, um, both of them will live 30 years. That, that, that's age 95. And, and after that, you've got about a 20% chance that one of them is going to go to age 100 or beyond. Well, I mean that's that's an enormous consideration. So early retirement is, uh, you know, is is a major issue because that's how much longer the portfolio uh, has to last. So um, it becomes necessary. You want to protect your your assets uh, because you have to worry about about managing risk. Uh, and then, of course, you have which is different than volatility. But volatility is always present and it's hard to protect yourself against political risk and that and uh, and that's always present and um, it's hard to predict uh, these days what the what the policies are going to be both the, the economic and the financial policies now you know we always talk about and I guess other people do to be fair talk about sequence of, of, re, of returns uh, and, and the first five years into retirement and the first five before when you are in this 10-year fragile zone is really uh, important because it has an enormous impact on whether or not you're going to be successful. Well, if you put this whole thing uh, together, you're looking at the probability that you may not be able to work longer, that, that you might want to work longer, but you may not be able to. Uh, two, if you're portfolio dependent, then you're going to rock and roll with the with the stock market, and um, you may not uh, you may not really enjoy your retirement because you may not have the the assets available. And uh, whatever, however you want to think about uh, in, income, uh, whether it's it's wants, 
and, and needs or whether it's um, uh, wants, needs, hopes, wishes, no matter how many quadrants you want, you want to create, you still have the fact that, that, you, that you have to be able to meet the, your, your, your bills, the ones that you cannot defer, the ones you can't postpone, the ones you can't get out of, that has to be paid for with income that is uh, reliable. So, I mean, those are, I, if I sound like I'm on a soapbox, I, I, I'm not, but I, I get wound up, you know, uh, with this because to me, th these these are self-evident truths and, and it's so difficult and frustrating when, when um, someone uh, says, I'm going to pay for my fixed expenses with, with portfolio income. That's an impossibility. You have to pay for fixed expenses with guaranteed income. Cannot pay for it with portfolio risk, trying to get income from assets which may decline or actually disappear. So those are my initial yeah. observations. Well, and I know that that shift it's can seem sudden, and maybe for some it is sudden. Does it have to be sudden? Can you start in the financial red zone five to ten years away and start the process and ease in, yeah. like wade in? Yeah, you 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 can. I mean, you can you can you can start you can start diversifying. Now, I, I know people. I know people. Some people diversify, other people don't want to diversify because truth be told, if you're going to diversify, then you then what you're really saying is I'm willing to accept some cap of some kind on, on my growth. But is, is that worse than saying I'm willing to, you know, roll down 30, 40, 50 percent uh, in, in terms of in terms of losses? Now, people generally don't want to eat those kinds of losses. So it, it, but if you refuse to diversify, then that raises a second issue. And that second issue is that people will look at, you know, portfolio 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, 30-70, whatever it might, it might be. And that can be dangerous too. And I'll, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have an allocation. Um, I want to be clear about this, but it, it, I, I can take I can take I can take the sixty forty portfolio, create three different allocations within that sixty forty portfolio, and have three different levels of risk uh, in within that portfolio. So just having you know this this numerical range. Uh, doesn't necessarily uh, solve uh, a problem uh, for you. It it actually can make the problem worse because because then the number hardens uh, into place. But diversification does make sense because I mean if you're willing to limit your upside. In other words, let's say I'm willing to take seven or nine percent up, but I want but I want but I don't want to lose more than ten or eleven percent of my assets. Is that a better deal than saying, well, I, I want 40% up or 20% or some magical number, mm -hmm. but I'm willing to write it all the way down on the argument that, yeah, uh, you know, at some point the market will come back up. Yeah, well, uh, it may, but it may take a long time for it to come back up. And if you're a portfolio dependent, 
uh, then that's an enormous problem because your portfolios may not have enough time to recover. Just think of it as, as fine wine. It has to breathe. And, and you're not giving it a chance to, to breathe. Or think of it as a deep sea diver with an air hose. You, if you put your foot on the air hose uh, and you're uh, decreasing the amount of air, the volume of air that's going to the deep sea diver, he may or may not be able to carry out uh, his purpose uh, down there. And if he can, he may be in slow motion. So that that's kind of an analogy that I'd like to use because that pretty well describes uh, what you're what you are uh, looking at now um, you have to account for market volatility um, and it, it's interesting that there's an interesting morning star study which shows that um, because it's so hard to, to beat the s p as a benchmark that uh, younger uh, fund managers do tend to try to beat the S&P, and older, more established fund managers do not, and they tend to closet uh, index. Uh, and it's, it's um, uh, Professor uh, Derek Horsmeyer uh, of um, uh, 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 George Mason University had uh, a very interesting article this uh, last week uh, where he studied the uh, efficiency uh, of different types of, uh, of funds uh, that were closet indexing, uh, were actively managed, uh, were managed for growth, managed for income, and, and so on. And, and uh, he established, uh, and he looked at the issue of volatility uh, in these, and, and, it's, uh, in vol- and understanding turnover and volatility is not necessarily Professor Horsmeyer argues uh, a, a sound measurement uh, in making a, uh, a, a fund decision. So you know, when you think about this, uh, you have to think about the fact that, that you, you need to, uh, you know, the, the distribution phase um, is going to last as long as you do. And if you have a spouse, it will last as long as your spouse is. Uh, is alive, or vice versa, depending upon uh, which which spouse passes uh, first. Now, it's um, the other issue I, I think is spending in in retirement. Um, on, on the one hand, your spending is not going to pace retirement, uh, pace inflation rather in retirement. So, in other words, if inflation is seven percent, it doesn't mean that your spending is going to increase at seven percent. It will increase, but not necessarily uh, as at the uh, at the rate of uh, of inflation. And, and then, if we can, uh, you know, talk about the the smile diagram, uh, which is that your your spent your spending is highest in your earlier years tends to plateau out, and then it goes up again, but the purpose of the spending is different. And, and in these last two stages of life, which is really frailty, and then the uh, survivor uh, being single again and living in the, and living alone in that stage, uh, most, most of that is, is going uh, for medical or care or long-term care-assisted living, adult daycare, and, and you know, th- th- things that are, are medically directed. Now, um, we did a, a um, when we were doing a video, we did a, we did a show on uh, where we deconstructed the uh, fidelity uh, expenses, and, and we demonstrated that those expen- that the, the fidelity number, which uh, you know two hundred seventy five thousand, three hundred thousand, whatever whatever their current number is today, 
that you know you can make that case for anything that you want. In other in other words, if 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 you if you live thirty five years, what do you spend on food? What are you going to spend on housing? Hmm. What are you going to spend on gasoline? I mean, you can, you can you can make the same case for 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 anything. So I I'm completely unimpressed, you know, with with the fidelity uh, with the fidelity argument. The other thing is, um, you know, the the how you uh, you know how you distribute assets, your order of distribution, tax smart tax wise. Uh, ways of, of doing that make, it will give you income. You want to you want to uh, take income at, at the lowest uh, tax uh, bracket. Once you turn Social Security on, you have uh, changes that occur um, and uh, you know, additional taxation that's caused by Social Security, including and if you have capital gains, in, including the ability to trans to transform capital gains back into ordinary. Uh, income. So uh, 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 getting down to a low tax bracket uh, is uh, is desirable. And a lot of that has to also do with the order of distribution uh, of how you which which assets do you take from from which bucket at, at which at which point. And and that has an enormous impact uh, on how long your uh, your income is uh, is going to last. Well, um, we're fighting the clock here. I know we still got to get Stump the Guru in, but you had another, uh, uh, you wanted to devote just a little bit of time to when you're still accumulating or some of these uh, strategies and tips you have here work even better when you're younger, but even in the financial red zone, how giving a little more or maybe uh, saving a little more, I should say, or saving smarter could be beneficial to you. Uh, Some of these are kind of, you know, are are givens, like if you get a raise, look at taking a portion of that raise if you right. get a tax refund of course there with the tax refund um there are some good smart ways to do that tax wise uh and then yes. if you just save one percent more yeah uh, look um first first of all uh if you are not rmd eligible uh, at at this point, you you have a, you have a great opportunity to, to take money out of tax deferred accounts, and and put them uh, into into Roths. Uh, so that that's a good place to start. The other place is if you can manage if you can manage to save one percent more, that that is that is um, you know enormous because over over a period of time. Um, you know that will add up to a lot of money. Uh, if you're closer to retirement, try to kick it up one and a half percent, two percent. It will make a difference, um, particularly uh, if you have an opportunity on the catch-ups. Um, the other thing is, well, try to try to live below your income so that when you get a raise, try to try to increase your uh, your savings uh, for retirement. Uh, see. Try, try to try not to spend everything uh, you you earn. Try, try to try to moderate your spending. Try to save more. This is really important be, because of the extended uh, longevity. Um, you know, you 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 can you can uh, take your tax refund, and and you can and you could put it either into an IRA. Or, or a Roth. I mean, th- that should be the easiest thing. I mean, if mm-hmm. you're you're being overwithheld, you, you're basically you're you're agreeing to a forced savings uh, at zero interest. So why not 
why not put that away? Because you didn't have it for practical purposes. You didn't you didn't have that. Um, and you know, if you should get a windfall of any kind, stick it away, put it away. Um, you know, again, I I really like Roths, but uh, again, you, we need a tax analysis to make sure that uh, that that's always it's not always appropriate, uh, but it, but it may be. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, well, how about putting it into uh, an IRA? Um, could also put it into your four hundred one k if if you like that uh, better. That's not necessarily your best choice. Uh, I mean, there is, there is a finite point uh, where you really don't want to put money into a 401k, but that's a different conversation. But, but, uh, but basically, it, it's a tax conversation uh, where, where you're really looking forward into how you're going to control your distributions and, and control the taxes that you, that you pay at an unknown rate later on uh, when you are uh, retired. Um, you know, you want to participate in the company's retirement plan. Uh, at least get the company matched. That's free money. Now, whether you're going to go above that, uh, I, th- I think many advisors like myself want to look at the 401k and the 401k uh, plan choices. The, um, secure, the Prior to the SECURE Act, it's not part of the SECURE Act, but prior to it, um, the, uh, uh, the the choices in 401k plans now all have to be uh, shown to be best interest and uh, meet a fiduciary standard. So it's not enough to say, well, the, the plan in, in, in its total uh, totality does it, every single choice has to has to meet that uh, standard. So uh, you know, it's uh, if you have the opportunity, contribute, participate. Um, the, secure, the original Secure Act required that the um, uh, that the plan provide you because it's a defined contribution plan and it's not a pension. It, it, it required you were, the plan was required to show you the ca- the cash equivalent, how much that cash equivalent would would purchase an income. That was continued to Secure Act two point oh, but now you have to see it as an annuity income. So it, it pushed it uh, up a, a, little, uh, a notch uh, more. Now, whether uh, companies are going to sell annuities or not, you know, into, uh, I should say the insurance industry lobbied for this. They want to sell annuities into plans. Uh, but whether or not companies want to take all the risk that's involved in doing that, that's an open question. We'll have to see how that uh, how that goes. Well, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to save enough time here, though, that uh, we can find out what question Fred picked uh, on Stump the Guru. That is straight ahead on Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. 
We're back with Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Money Matters USA is Fred's firm as well, a fiduciary firm. As Fred is a fiduciary PhD in economics from Duke University, uh, bringing a wealth of knowledge and expertise in his area of focus, which now is retirement planning, getting you retired the right way. His website, moneymattersusa.net, and visit the uh, website. Click on the uh, red light tab. And learn about the red light on the dashboard program. Also, click podcast to not only hear past podcasts, but also uh, to stump the guru. You've got that option there, too. Either there on the website or on LinkedIn. Uh, follow Fred and on, on LinkedIn and submit that question. And he already laid out there's uh, really a lot of benefits to having your question selected to be answered. And also, if you stump him, even better. So here we go. Uh, we have an interesting question this week, Fred, uh, to, to give the question some context. Context, kind of related a little bit to what we talked about today, that switch from accumulation to deaccumulation, uh, the advice usually to have someone or some exposure to the stock market to grow assets to offset the longevity now that we have, which is why we have that term longevity risk. Well, here's the question. I took an online risk tolerance profile quiz. I was surprised at the result. I need to take more risks to grow my assets. Now, I could have saved more, but I chose not to do so. My risk score was low. How should I solve the problem? That's a great question because uh, a lot of people who are dissatisfied with what they have saved will say, okay, then let me take more risk and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll reap a greater reward. Um, but that doesn't necessarily follow. So on the one hand, I'm, I'm glad that our listener recognizes uh, that there's a problem, but in my view, the problem, the real issue here is that the risk tolerance does not match the amount of risk that's needed. So, is this really a portfolio problem? I believe the problem, the real problem, is one of the goals that are targeted that the listener wants to achieve. So. There is a mismatch, mismatch, but the mismatch is how much risk needs to be taken to achieve the goals. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, as an advisor, I'd want to explain that the mismatch is between the amount of risk that needs to be taken and the actual goal that needs to be achieved. And so I see this as a goals problem and not a portfolio problem. So the portfolio needs to match the goals and the risk tolerance, and everything needs to be aligned, and that means a conversation uh, about about goals and about risk and about the portfolio so we can get those into balance, and then we have to discuss where the income is going to come from. That's how I see it. So. You know, please connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Ed, that you heard the podcast and try to stump me. Well, that's it. Definitely. <laughs> please do. Uh, in moneymattersusa.net. Yeah, it seems like to me, uh, and, you know, you do this, so you you know, most people would want to have some risk in, in, in properly proportioned, but when they're in retirement, uh, and most people in private sector don't have a pension, but they kind of want a model of that. 
what that retirement yeah. was like when they had a pension? Yeah, they, they do. They, the issue here is that you have a defined contribution plan, and a defined contribution plan is not designed uh, to produce reliable, guaranteed income. So that that in and of itself creates a problem. How are you going <coughs> to, excuse me, how are you going to create the income? The, the only way you, that you're going to do that and I know this is loaded, but you're going to do that with an annuity. Only an annuity can provide guaranteed income, mm-hmm. which you cannot outlive for the rest of your life to meet your fixed to meet fixed expenses. You can also use life insurance cash values. Uh, you can also uh, use a reverse mortgage uh, to pro- to provide uh, the uh, to provide income, and then of course there's Social Security. I don't know of any other assets that can give you guaranteed income. Right. <clears throat> exactly. So uh, those, those are those are really uh, your choices. Well, a great show as always and podcast, of course, moneymattersusa.net. Be sure to visit the website uh, and and definitely you can scroll through there and, and all the uh, past podcasts and listen. As Fred said, a lot of times we've noticed high traffic on those taxes. But keep in mind, taxes come up every podcast because they don't yeah. go away in retirement. That's for sure. No, mm-hmm. they, they, they don't. And, and you know, um, the tax code gets used all the time to encourage behavior, either positively or negatively, and um, which is why I, I, I said to a fairly well that the next three years are years of opportunity. After that, you know, Katie bar the windows. Uh, we, you know, we don't we don't know where we are going. We have an election coming up. Uh, for the white for the presidency, uh, the House, the Senate, we have to see what the outcome of of, of uh, the election is going to be. Uh, but you've got you've got three years right now. The administration has reduced some of the corporate uh, benefits, but they haven't really uh, significantly reduced the individual opportunities. So take advantage of them especially because of the high inflation, the brackets were widened uh, by 7%. So a lot more uh, income is within each of the brackets. If you compare the current brackets to last year, you'll, you'll see how, how much opportunity uh, there is for effective uh, tax analysis and, tax and planning uh, to take advantage of, the, of your opportunities, which will disappear. Keep in mind, you can get in touch with Fred to schedule uh, 800-593-8188. And if you say, hey, I'm listening um, across on the other side of the country, doesn't matter. You can still schedule with Fred, 800-593-8188. Thanks so much for joining us on this journey. And that is a journey we call Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to 
to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.